Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Pipkin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Tom Walker. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking the time to tune in. As ever, we are sponsored by our friends at matchbook.com. Head over to the website to get the best value odds on the games for your weekly accumulators. Pretty much back to normal in terms of just me and you. Full fixture list again. Yeah, and kind of back to normal as well with the bloody early kickoff curse uh, yeah, coming, God. raining down on the pod boys. Uh, we're we're going to recap the uh, the joint treble that we did last week in, in more depth later on. But to kind of spoiler alert, it ended in tears because of the bloody early kickoff. Because it's a thing. It's a genuine thing, isn't I'm it? So, like, I'm so angry. <laughs> that the early kickoff curse is a genuine thing and somebody somewhere must have done some proper in-depth research into how many bets have been shafted by this curse, surely. Shafted's a great word. Yeah, 100%, mate. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually desperate for someone to get in touch with us. T underscore FB podcast. On Twitter, that's a place to uh, slide into them DMs. But yeah, Tom, as you said, uh, full fixture list. I really enjoyed the international break, actually. Uh, I thought it was quite a good one, but it doesn't quite stack up to uh, domestic football and we're back with a bang. No, well, you've only got a month to wait till your next international break, mate, so uh, not Lovely. too long. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to go through this pretty much same routine as usual now. So Premier League, picking out all our betting highlights from all of the games. Then we'll go through the Championship, League 1, League 2, picking out our best bets from each of the leagues. Then, as Tom mentioned, we'll look through the bomb-proof trebles for this weekend. And no, not fancy football, actually, because there's no updates to to do. Uh, So we get to skip that section, which is great this week. And um, yeah, any other business at the end? So let's get cracking then, shall we, with... Saturday Premier League action. Watford against Liverpool is the game that kicks us off. Just to reiterate, all the odds that we read out on the show today are going to be taken from Matchbook. We're also still using the decimal odds as well. Um, So Watford 9.4 and Liverpool are 1.38. So this is a tinker man's first game in charge of Watford. Uh, Over the course of the international break, Watford sacked uh, Cisco Munoz and uh, brought in Claudio Ranieri. Can you see a new manager boost for Watford or do you think Liverpool should get a routine winner? No. couldn't. I couldn't care less it's Tinkerman's first game. Lovely bloke, <laughs> but it's, it's not going to be enough to stop uh, the juggernaut that is Liverpool. And I think, Liverpool, in a weird way, Tom, I think, obviously, uh, with that game over City... That was obviously thrust in the face of uh, of the football public, but I felt like before then Liverpool were going under the radar. To be honest with you, but in my mind, I think they've been the most consistent since day one, pretty much in the Premier League. I do like Liverpool. You've just read out the decimal price for them to win on the nose, but I think we could be in for quite a big win here. Liverpool and over two point five is what I'd like to look at. It's one point nine nine. I just don't see the Ranieri thing or Watford as a whole stopping the juggernaut that's Liverpool. Hmm. Yeah, that's not a bad price then, is it? Because, you know, recently these two sides have played out similar kind of games. You know, you're looking at your... Six in a row, it's been over 2. Uh, Sorry, five out of the last six over 2.5. 
Yeah, and Liverpool have got a couple of 5-0 wins in there. I like it. Let's move on to Villa against Wolves then. The first of the three o'clocks. Villa are 2.34. The draw is 3.35 and Wolves are 3.55. I was looking at this game, trying to find some kind of angle. And you've got two teams here on very up and down form. You know, I look at the form for both sides and I kind of see win one, lose one, win one, lose one. And I'm fairly cautious about going for, for much here. Um, I don't know if there's anything that you could find that you liked, but there's nothing that really strongly stood out to me. No, I, I think Villa double chance. I mean, obviously it's it's a pretty short price. It's it's one point three five, but you are looking at a team that hasn't lost at home yet this season. Uh, Wolves again. You know, I, I, you're spot on, Tom. There's there's been a lot of uncertainty over over both of these sides. And there always is when you have 10th against 12th, right? <laughs> they're in yeah. those positions because they're winning one and losing one and drawing one and winning one and losing one. But, you know, Villa unbeaten at home. Will they let that slip against a West Midland rival? Uh, I feel like Dean Smith won't let that happen. Uh, so, yeah, I'm all for uh, Villa double chance. Right. Well, we're moving swiftly on to Leicester Man United. And again, two sides here that I just don't trust either of them. This season, Leicester, the Leicester, the outsiders at home, three point six. The draws three point seven, and Manu, as you'd expect, the favourites at two point two. So, just a shade over evens there for Manchester United. Uh, but you know, we called it on the last pod. We didn't fancy Manu to beat Everton at home. So now going away to Leicester, I'm just so unconvinced by them. Like I don't think, I don't think Leicester will win, but they might. I don't fan, I don't fancy Man United strongly enough to back them on the nose, um, but they might win. I I think potentially both teams to score might be the route to go down here. Uh, we've mentioned it on numerous weeks. Man United have only kept one clean sheet all season across all competitions. Um, so yeah, I think maybe both teams to score might be the way to go rather than in terms of looking at a result in particular. Both teams to score is one point six seven. So. The bookies kind of agree. Yeah, you've just read that piece out, Tom. Obviously, Harry Maguire's missing as well. Uh, probably, well, not probably. Well, I don't know, actually. Him or Varane, most important central yeah. defender. I, I'd probably side with Maguire just because he's he's captain and, and maybe got a bit more organisation and settlement about him. But Leicester, Tom, have kept one clean sheet since the opening day. And that was against Millwall in the Carabao Cup, no disrespect. To Millwall, but yeah, that's just one clean sheet, Tom, in their last 11 games. They've conceded to Ligia Warsaw, uh, they've conceded to Norwich, and a whole host, uh, two to Burnley, and a whole host of other sides that, you know, uh, don't really uh, warrant being read out. But, you know, I'm definitely all in on the uh, both teams to score here, mate. Um, yeah. Totally cannot call it at all. Cool. Okay, right. Man City Burnley next. Here we go. It's time for it's time for Burnley's uh, yearly thrashing at the Etihad. Manchester City priced at one point one four for the win. The draw is eleven, and Burnley are twenty eight. So huge, bloody yeah, twenty eight for Burnley. Massive. They've that done their research, haven't they? Enormous. Sol- yeah. Solly's done his research. He has. <laughs> um, so yeah. 
Manchester City, eight consecutive wins against Burnley, uh, not lost against them for 13 consecutive games. The last five games between the two sides at the Etihad have ended 5-0 to Man City. Uh, prior to that, you had a 3-0 as well. So, yeah, Burnley must dread this fixture every season. You know, when they see the fixture list come out, they think, oh, when we've got Man City away, great, we're going to get tonked. Great. Do you know what? You know, they, they shouldn't know. They shouldn't know because, like, I'm a massive Dyche fan, but I'm, I'm questioning Sean Dyche here. Like, I want to see something different um, on the weekend. What is the point in rolling up with the same tactics that you've used? You've lost 5-0. Mm-hmm. Four consecutive visits. Five, five nil in four consecutive visits. And he's been in charge for all of them. Changed a bloody record. Like I wanna yeah. I don't want to see them go in there and try and defend and just keep the score below five or six in the which I'm assuming is the case. Like why why are they not trying something different? It, it honestly it drives me insane, this fixture. It really does. <laughs> And I hold Dyche accountable here. Yeah, absolutely. But I love this fixture for the fact that I feel like there's quite a lot of certainty in it. Yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> that we yeah, can yeah. get that. I think again, we can get a, another comfortable Man City win. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like take your pick. You know, Man City to win to nil. Look at Man City on the handicap um, matchbook. Go up to three nil on their correct score markets uh, you do have a nice price of 2.74 for any other home win so that covers us if it's a 4-0 or a 5-0 or, or anything beyond that so any any man city victory over a 3-0 that covers so that's quite a nice price mm-hmm. uh, and i think that's probably where i'd go yeah it's going to be uh, very interesting to see what plays out but my god you can't do anything other than back a shower of goals can you really no <laughs> okay, Norwich against Brighton then. Norwich priced at 3.8. The draw is 3.45. And Brighton, the favourites, at 2.2. Uh, Brighton's doing very nicely in sixth at the moment. 14 points, actually just two points off the top of the league. Norwich still rooted to the bottom. Uh, six losses, one draw, zero wins from their seven games. I feel like we've said it week in, week out, and I'm going to repeat again. I cannot, cannot go for Norwich in any shape or form until they actually show something and maybe get a couple of wins. Um, no chance would I go for Norwich here. And I'm more than comfortable, happy going for Brighton at 2.2. 100%. I mean, this is one of those games where just everything points in one team's direction. You know, Norwich lost every single game at home. Uh, Brighton unbeaten away from home, winning two of their three and it just these two teams are just kind of chalk and cheese, aren't they, really? Mm-hmm. Um, similar in terms of, you know, being promoted around about the same time, but Brighton have obviously stayed up and, and gone on to strength to strength, and, and they go into this game in sixth position, looking to consolidate a top-half finish this season, and, and Norwich, it looks like they're planning for the championship already. So, yeah, uh, I could not be more in on Brighton. Yeah, it's a nice price as well. Let's move on to Southampton Leeds then. Southampton, 2.46. The draw, 3.6. And Leeds, 3.05. Another one where I feel like I could probably toss a coin, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I like Leeds, to be honest with you. Um, I'm just... Decent pricing. Yeah, I like like the look of Leeds. I think their bad run is somewhat behind them. They've only lost one at their last four now. Um, And that was against West Ham at home, who we expect to finish top six. Southampton haven't won this season. They... I, I just look at these two teams and I, I see Leeds turning a corner and I see Southampton with this story ending in Hassan Huttle being sacked. they got Rafinha, who's got three and seven, who's starring for Brazil in midweek. Uh, they're going to miss James Ward-Prowse, Southampton, because of his suspension. I just see Leeds on the upward trajectory here. And yeah, I'm, I'm happy to back Leeds. I'd rather mm-hmm. back Brighton, right, at 2.2, but... Leeds at 3.05 represents good value, I think. I see Leeds turning the corner. Yeah, over 2-1. to one. It must be frustrating, though, for, for Saints fans. You know, you see your team draw against United, draw against Man City, draw against West Ham. You show a bit of something with those draws against you know, the top sides and then just fail to back it up the week after. Mm. Very frustrating. Brentford against Chelsea, then, is the final game for Saturday. 7.0 for Brentford to get the win, 4.0 for the draw, and 1.63 for Chelsea. Not going to be easy, is it, for Chelsea here? Um, I don't trust them on the nose, to be honest. 1.63 from what we've seen from Brentford so far. I don't dare. Do you? No, no. Credit to Brentford. That's what I've got wrote down here on my notes. It's just credit to Brentford. I don't dare back the European champions Yeah. Um, against a newly promoted side. And it's Chelsea haven't lost away from home, Tom. They had a, a little wobble, right? They lost to City and Juve. No real disgrace there, is there? And uh, bounced back with a an okay performance in a 3-1 win against Southampton. They still come into this top of the league. Mm. But I, I just I just don't I Brentford are gonna be that team, aren't they? They're gonna upset a lot of a lot of sides this season. And you look at Chelsea's price. And there's so much better value. I mean, you could have Brighton, Chelsea, yep. 1.63 or Brighton, 2.2. Like, there's just, there's no contest for me. Absolutely. Yeah. Brighton all day long. Um, yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying here that I think Brentford will win, but it, mm. it's a possibility. And at the 1.63 for Chelsea, it's just not worth the risk for me. It's definitely a possibility. Look, I, I just said that I think Liverpool have been the best team. And the Brentford-Liverpool game, obviously, that basically visually shows you what I'm trying to say in a nutshell. Mm. I'm just I'm trying to avoid that happening again by me having money on Chelsea when I'm way more confident in Norwich failing to beat Brighton. Yeah. Okay, um, let's move to Sunday. Everton against West Ham. 2.6 is the price for Everton to get the win. 3.45 for the draw. And 2.98 for West Ham. Oh, which way do you want to go on this one? Oh, it's hard, isn't it? You got West Ham unbeaten away from home. You've got Everton, who have a hundred percent record at home. They've won five in a row in all comps at Goodison. Maybe both teams to score. I, I don't. Are you swaying anyway in terms of a result, or shall I just read no. out the both teams to score price? No, I think this is really tough to call. Really tough. Both teams to score is one point six nine. Um, I've seen worse prices, to be honest with you. Uh, two attacking, 
minded sides and a, and a couple of players on on red hot streaks. Uh, I, that's the way I'd go. I, I don't think you can separate these. No. Newcastle Spurs then three point five five for Newcastle, three point seven for the draw, and two point one four for Spurs. Result wise, I haven't got a clue to be honest with you. I just don't trust Spurs. I feel like a broken record on this podcast. There's not many teams yeah. in this league that I trust at the yeah, moment. You're broken hearted, aren't you? Yeah. I'm thinking, if anything, both teams to score again here. 1.65 is the price for that. Newcastle, no clean sheets in five consecutive games. Uh, both teams have scored in five consecutive Newcastle games. Spurs, seven games without a clean sheet for them. And both teams have scored in five of the last six games. And head-to-head between the two sides, we've had three consecutive games, both teams to score. So it kind of points to that for me. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how much the Mike Ashley out party is going to have over the result. Uh, yeah. That's basically the, the argument I'm having with myself. And uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm all in with you, mate. Because of that uncertainty, I think both teams to score is probably the most sensible way to go. I think... I think whoever scores, I mean, this is a very obvious thing to say. I think it happens 70% of the time anyway. But I think whoever scores first will go on to get a win slash result. Newcastle Mm. score first, that roof is going to lift off. And it's going to be hard for Spurs to get back in it with the crowd behind them. I think if Spurs score, Newcastle will realise, you know, yeah, we're the richest club in the world. We've still got Carl Darlow in goal. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's still yeah, the same yeah. team, still the same yeah, manager. As of might. recording, it's still the same manager anyway. Um, yeah, it so. might get it might go a bit flat very quick. Yeah. Yeah. I think with the whole takeover thing, giving Newcastle a boost, absolutely I think the place will be rocking. But if it was a new manager in the dugout, it looks like it's gonna be Steve Bruce. Um mm. I'd be more inclined to to go for Newcastle if it was a new manager. Um, but as it's the same manager, same players, yeah, it's both teams yeah, score you're for spot me. on because if you're Steve Bruce, you literally must be sat around the dinner table, right, with your family, and you must just say, "I'm on, I, I'm going to go soon." Literally, yeah. every time your phone rings, you're expecting it to be the call, aren't <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah, because unless he ends up, you know, taking Newcastle to like Europa League from where he is now, which just simply isn't happening, he's going to get replaced. So. Surely that's in the back of his mind. No matter what they've said to him, you know, you're our guy, blah, blah, whatever. He knows, doesn't he? He's not stupid. So (laughs) that's going to come into it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Finally then, Monday Night Football, we've got Arsenal against Crystal Palace. Arsenal priced at 1.69, the draw 3.9, Palace at 6, return of Patrick Vieira. Uh, Is he going straight into a game where Arsenal, on form, uh, no losses in the last five games, uh, three wins and a draw in the last four Prem games. Looking looking decent, looking up. And I think they should get a win here. But I think there's better value to be had. Totally. And uh, yeah, you, you t- took everything that I want to say, to be honest with you. Uh, do, you know what, <laughs> do you know what my worry is about Arsenal in this game is, is where the goals are going to come from. Because there's only one team that has scored less goals than Arsenal in the league, and that's Norwich. They've only scored five. It is, I am twisting it a little bit. It is the joint lowest, just to suit my point. But still, 
there is only one team that scored less goals than Arsenal this season. So I'm a little bit worried about that. You know, uh, if Palace score, I would be a little bit nervous if I've got Arsenal for them to come back and get two or three to to win the game. But uh, yeah, I'm happy to take Arsenal. But again, there's better value. Is that a fair point, you think? That is fair. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, that wraps up the Premier League. So I just want to take a moment before we dive into the EFL to talk about our sponsors, Matchbook. Matchbook consistently seem to offer some of the best prices around for your weekend bets. We encourage everybody to go to Odds Checker on the weekend. Find the team that you want to back or the, the bet you want to back and nine times out of ten, Matchbook will be at the top of that price. You have to see it for yourself, so give it a try this weekend. In the coming shows, we're going to have a juicy sign-up offer for all the profit chasers. For now, we just want to direct you to enjoy the lovely interface and the great prices available at matchbook.com. And stay tuned. Yep, yeah, all your markets should expect on there usually, guys. Um you know, the standard markets, teams to score markets, handicap markets, etc., etc. Multiples as well, of course. On a lot of exchanges, you can't build multiples, but on Matchbook, you can build multiples. So, yeah, uh, another bonus and another positive there. Right, so let's dive into the championship then. Should we get kicked off with Forest? <sighs> Why? Are you, wait, you want to tip them up? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. What do you mean, oh, no? no I thought no. you'd be all in on this. I'm Absolutely gosh. not. You, you've fallen into the trap. No. Just let me be happy. No, let, me, an, let me dream. Let me enjoy an absolute, this. I am sick of you already. Go on, read it out because... You absolute Scrooge. Right, okay. Anyway, here's the reasoning. So, <laughs> Chris Hewton, sacked. Bottom of the league, gone. Good riddance. Uh, since his departure... Four games played, three wins, one draw. Steve Cooper has overseen uh, two consecutive away wins in his last two games. We've scored three in both, and we never score three. We never scored two, never mind three. So there's such a feel-good factor, I feel now, around the club. Uh, everyone's rejuvenated, revitalised by Steve Cooper, by the, the tactics. You can see the players are are loving it so much more than they were under Chris Hewton. They can express themselves more, and that's we're seeing the results of that on the pitch. And I think the momentum is going to continue. Blackpool are a tough side. I give them a lot of credit for that. You know, this is not going to be easy. But I think if we've got aspirations now of top half, maybe more, we need three points here. I, don't, I just I just don't think that should come into your reasoning because Blackpool need three points to cement their spot five places above Forest in the league. And in terms of their last six games, they've only lost once. Blackpool have beaten Blackburn, who I'd say are better than Forest. Uh, they've also beaten um, Fulham in that run, who I would say are definitely better than Forest. And then they have uh, got some results against teams that I would definitely say are not as good as Forest. I just, they've lost one on the road, Tom, out of five. Uh, they've drawn three, won one, and lost one. They're a sticky side. They're missing Lavery. That's the only thing I'll give you. Um, but I'm backing Blackpool on a double chance. I could see this finishing 1 1, to be honest. 
Matchbook uh, are yet to put their price up for double chance, so Blackpool or draw, but I would encourage you to head to matchbook.com closer to match day, and uh, I think it will be a decent price because it's only little old Blackpool, isn't it? Well, I'd encourage you to take the 2.06 on offer right now <laughs> for Forrest to get the win. Um, yeah, I, I appreciate what you're saying. I understand it. With my non-Forest supporting clear head on. You don't yeah, have get one it. of those. You don't have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> but this is it. We're, we're, we're going places. This is, yeah, I'm all at, come on, Forest. yes. No, right, listen. Places. No, honestly, it, do you know if Forrest were playing Hull at home, I'd be all over it. I, I would be going crazy. But I mm. respect Blackpool too much and the start that they've had. I, I'm I'm a big fan of what they're doing under Critchley and I don't think they should be underestimated. For me, this ends in a draw. Okay. Well, let's go to one that I think you will probably agree with me let's on. Move. Um, and that is Reading at home to Barnsley. 2.18 is the price for the Royals to get a win this weekend. Uh, Reading doing pretty well. Four wins out of the last five. They're in 10th and they're just two points off the playoffs. But Barnsley is, you know where it's really all going wrong. Down in 22nd in the league, they've won just one of 11 games so far this season. They've not won for the last nine games. Um, when they play Reading head-to-head, they've not beaten Reading for eight consecutive games, so they don't have a good record anyway against Reading. So I just think there's a lot of negativity, a lot of people starting to get on the manager's back at Barnsley now. Performances are poor. Um, so yeah, I think... Reading, in their good form, can certainly capitalise on all of this and uh, plunge Barnsley a little bit further deeper into the mire and push their manager a bit closer to the brink. Couldn't disagree anymore. No, I'm kidding. I'm all... I'm all... <laughs> I'm, 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 one... <laughs> I'm uh, 100% on board with that, mate. Yeah. Barnsley. Tough times, I think. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, they've got so many appointments right, haven't they? And you tip your hat to them, but it looks like um, they've got this one wrong. I think it's not, probably not just that, is it? It's not like yeah, over the sure. course of the summer, they lost the manager, they lost like uh, Moet and a couple of key players. Um, like Even we at Forest robbed their bloody director of football or whatever he is, Dave Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're kind of a victim of their own success, aren't they? They've been picked apart all over the club by other clubs. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, it's a, it's a season of survival for Barnsley mm-hmm. and then maybe go again. Uh, yeah. Tom, what happens when the top-scoring championship team plays against the second highest-scoring championship team? We see a nil-nil. <laughs> no, we've seen both teams to score. Uh, 1.62. It's in the uh, Fulham QPR game. Early kickoff klaxon alert. Uh, so this is definitely going to be nil-nil. But yeah, <laughs> uh, both teams, five or six, both teams to score. Fulham top scorers were 23. QPR second top scorers were 22. I think I've said all I need to say. To be honest, I don't need to go into any more. Yep. Like it, like it a lot. Uh, I find the championship's quite a nice league uh, for betting this weekend oh, on paper, right. anyway. That's probably won't probably won't turn out that way, and <laughs> come five o'clock on on Saturday. But on paper, right now, it looks good. 
Um, right, yeah. Anyway, Bournemouth, uh, one point nine two to get a win away at Bristol City. Um, obviously, Bournemouth shocked as we all were by the by the cancer diagnosis for David Brooks in midweek, which is awful news. And obviously, we wish him all the best and a speedy recovery. But I'm sure that will probably rally the players. Uh, they're already top of the league, unbeaten in the championship. They're the only unbeaten team in the league. Um, and they go away to a Bristol City side who are just absolutely woeful at home. They've got uh, the third worst home record in the league. They've not won a home game since January. And considering we're now in October, it's pretty much 10 months since they last won a competitive game at Ashton Gate, which is absolutely woeful. Yeah, it is. So you're thinking, you know, top of the league rolls up. Surely this isn't going to be the weekend they turn that around. So just under evens for Bournemouth seems like a good price to me. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you. Nigel Pearson, of course, will also be missing. Whether uh, whether that's a good thing or not, I'm not sure. But uh, <laughs> poor blokes uh, battling COVID for, I think, the second time. So, yeah, he won't be uh, at the uh, game on Saturday. So make up your own mind what that means. Tom, Friday night, I think you'll get a West Brom win, to be honest with you. Uh, 1.63 at home to Birmingham. I'm not worried about Birmingham in the long run, but in the short term, they, they haven't won their last five. That They've lost four of them. West Brom mm. coming off the loss uh, against Stoke doesn't worry me. Stoke were bloody brilliant. So I... That doesn't worry me at all. It, it doesn't make me think that anything big is happening at West Brom. They just lost to the, a better team on the day. Still mm-hmm. think West Brom, who are in second, who have lost one in 11, one in 11, are still prime for an automatic promotion tilt. I mean, for sure, they're the favourites, 1.63. And, and Birmingham will turn it round. Uh, a Midland, West Midlands derby would be a good place to do it, you know, live on the on the telly, etc. Friday night. But you know, if my my head's telling me that West Brom will win this game, but of course there is that suspicion that Birmingham, could... the old cliche, Tom, anything can happen in a derby. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and and if it's on a Friday night as well, yeah. I feel like West Brom are permanently booked into this Friday night. Yeah, so yeah, I feel if like you've I've got a season about. Yeah, three or four times already now this season. Yeah. Oh, well, they're, they're exciting, aren't they? So. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I like it. Uh, one more thing from me that I'm done for the championship. So, Preston against Derby. Looks to me on paper like a bit of a snooze fest. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for under 2.5 goals here, which is priced at 1.8. Derby, to be fair to them, doing very well. Uh, but don't score or concede many goals. So they scored just seven in their 11 games this season and conceded just eight. So keeping it very tight at the back, I think that's actually the the joint best defensive record it is. They've they've only conceded eight goals, which is the same as Bournemouth, top of the league. So uh, doing very well in that department. Um, Nine out of the last 10 games between these two sides have also been under 2.5 goals. So they've not been classics either. So for me, you know, the current Derby way of playing 
historically, the low scoring matches between the two points to under 2.5. Right. Yep. I'm all, I'm all for that. It's going to be a bloody dog's dinner. Right. Yep. Get me out of this league. Get me into League One. Go on then. Dive in. What you got for me? Well, obviously, my, my tail is up. I'm, I'm sure you can tell. Uh, 1.79 Sunderland away at Gillingham. That's where I'm going to start. Gillingham last season almost made the playoffs. This season, it's a season of transition. They're down in 19th. They're currently two points clear of relegation. I just think they had so much turnover, over 10 players in and over 10 players out uh, this summer, including, obviously, you know, Jordan Graham was probably the, the big kind of, uh, the big marquee name that leaps off the page when you have a look at who they lost. But there are obviously key contributors uh, listed among him. <coughs> but yeah, and last season it was a tough place to go, but but it's it's just not anymore. It's just not this season. Uh, at home, they've won one of five. And we've got a Sunderland side who obviously absolutely impeccable at home. Six of six uh, they've won. Scoring 14, conceding three. They've been a bit more wobbly on the road. They've lost more than they've won. They've played four, won one, drew one, lost two. But I'm just basically going off the fact that these two are... There's an absolute chasm between the two of them. And I expect Sunderland to get the job done. And I've seen worse prices. 1.79. Yeah, we certainly hope so. I just feel... I feel so stung by Sunderland. I've, I feel like I've... I've backed them in bets probably about four times so far this season. And they've lost two and won two when I've had them. Right. So you got 50. So you're glass half full or half empty. Yeah, but it's not what I what I want. You know, they're third in the league. They were top as of before the international break. So Bloody hell. Don't worry I feel about like I curse them. I'm a curse for Sunderland. They can't so. win every week. No, but they need to win when I put them on, Tom. <laughs> okay. Anyhow. Um, Eddie, Eddie Howe. Eddie, Eddie Howe. <laughs> so, Eddie Howe, um, I think we're going to be in for a, a cracker of a game in the 20th against 22nd Oof. in this in this division. So, Fleetwood against crew. Right. On the face of it, potentially doesn't sound the most exciting, but Fleetwood games in particular... Full of goals at the moment. Um, so some of their recent, their five recent League One matches have finished 2-1, 3-3, 2-2, 2-2 and 4-2. So plenty of goals at both ends. And as a result of that, uh, it's seen them go 17 consecutive games, 1-7, 17 without a clean sheet. Uh, over 2.5 in seven consecutive games and both teams scoring in nine consecutive games. And then, yeah, crew, four out of the last five games, both teams to score. They're starting to find a bit of form now. And I think what you can get at around 1.8 is both teams to score here. And yeah, it, it looks very solid to me. Mm. Yeah, uh, sounds like a barnstormer, doesn't it? Get yourself it down to Fleetwood if you're in the area. Sounds yeah. like it's going to be and I think I know, I know they're, Fleetwood are hovering just above the relegation zone, crew in the relegation zone, but I don't think because we're still pretty early on in the season, it's not going to be cagey as in, you know, we really don't want to lose this one yet. 
I think ah. both teams will try and play the game to win. Yeah, they're going to go for the throat, aren't they? From the yeah. off, they're going to smell blood. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm really excited about that game now. To be honest. <laughs> um, Rotherham, Tom. Rotherham against Portsmouth. Rotherham in fifth, having a good return, I would say, to League One level. They're only three points off automatic promotion with a game in hand. Well, I say game in hand. The as ever with League One, the games are all over the place. Some people have played yeah. twelve, some have played ten. Um, but anyway, Rotherham nicely placed. Portsmouth in twelfth, just that summarizes them. They just they just can't get going. They, they just can't string to as soon as I think they're ready to come back and they beat Sunderland, the international break comes and you just feel that that was the last thing they wanted because mm. they wanted to get some they finally got a big win. They finally looked like they were ready to kick on and, and it you know, managers will always say, Oh no, it's great, get on a training ground but I feel like that is very typical of Portsmouth's start, and I think they'll they'll probably be a bit frustrated with that. Rotherham are priced at one point eight five, and I, I just want to back the Millers, mate. They, they haven't lost their last six. Portsmouth haven't won any of their last seven away games. Uh, Rotherham have won three in a row, four or five. Like Rotherham are not the sexy pick, right? But I'm looking at their their results. They've beaten Bolton recently. They've drawn away at Lincoln. They've drawn with Crew, probably not the best result. They've beat Wimbledon three 0 They've beaten Cheltenham away two 0 Like I'm, I'm all for Rotherham at the moment. They're not the big name. They don't play attractive football. They're not owned by, you know, <clears throat> they're not falling down that Wigan, Ipswich, Sunderland ownership where they're big spenders, etc. But the fact of the matter is, we have to respect Rotherham, and at home they're a good they're a good side. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Uh, I've got another both teams to score here. Uh, keep churning these ones out today. So Oxford against Plymouth, one point seven three is the price for both teams to get on the score sheet. Uh, Plymouth currently top of the league, have played the most games though, but you know deservedly at the top right now. Six consecutive Plymouth games have been both teams to score. Uh, they're also without a clean sheet, obviously, in six consecutive games. Uh, Oxford, four of the last five games have been both teams to score. They're sat just outside the playoffs in seventh position. Uh, and I think, yeah, because of those stats, I think we can probably get both teams to score again here. Uh, Ryan Hardy still firing on all cylinders for Plymouth. Mm. Oxford, if you look at their their games recently at home, They've conceded to Accrington Stanley. They've conceded against Gillingham. They've conceded against Lincoln. They've conceded against Charlton. So I think if you concede into those sides at home, you can definitely concede against this this really good Plymouth side. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Who knows what's going to happen with Plymouth? Um, mm. uh, I'm, I'm really happy that, that we have someone not from the kind of, pre-season prediction pack kind of ups, yeah ups yeah I, I would I, I I agree um I'd rather it wasn't Plymouth because I said they'd go down so <laughs> I look like an idiot I don't think you're alone though because they they ended last year in an absolute bloody tailspin didn't they yeah they did <laughs> it was awful so 
I, I'm pretty sure if we go back and listen to that, I would have said, "Yeah, good pick, Tom." That sounds. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm in there with you, mate. Uh, any more you like from League One? No, God, no, no, thank no. you. Cool. Okay, let's move on to League Two then. Uh, take it away for League Two for us. Oh, our screen I'll... by any chance? Fine, I'll do that one first, just to get it out of the way. Listen. That was, that was a real statement of intent right. there. No, I'm just... Listen, <laughs> listen here, profit chasers. <laughs> we have backed... I have backed Forest Green three weeks in a row. They have drawn, won and lost, for sure. They are still top. They are going to get promoted. Please, listen. They are going to get promoted. I don't care if they finish third. That means they're going to win more than they lose. Right, so we're in this for the long haul. So if you don't like back in Forest Green, don't. But I do, and they're playing against a basically a lower national league side. They are playing against a team almost two divisions below them, in my opinion. In Scunthorpe, this is the biggest banker of the entire weekend, possibly the season. Or maybe Man City over Burnley. Maybe Man City over Burnley. Yeah. Rain yourself in. Rain myself. I'm getting dead excited. (laughs) 1.52 for U-R-F-G-R. They're going to win. And, you know, we're getting... Do you know what, Tom? We're actually getting quite a few tweets of people saying, stop bloody backing Forest Green. (laughs) You don't have to, right? But I want to because they will get promoted. And they're going to come good. And when I look back in May, they would have won me more money than they have lost. Yeah, well, you can't. it's hard to argue with you, to be fair, because they've got the second best defensive record in the league. Um, they've scored the second most goals in the league in the top of the league. So, you know, it's, it's difficult to make a case, but it does seem like we have been stung a little bit recently. But, we have. Um, we have. I know I'm being very passionate, but I will... I will take it on board that they've, you know, we've we've picked three, three weeks, right, and they've only delivered once, but they're still top. There's definitely yeah. an air of mystery and frustration there for sure. But I mean, forget whether you rate them the long term. This is going to be a cricket score on Saturday. <laughs> Forest Green back massive, but within your limits. <laughs> Right, okay. Um, Swindon, home to Rochdale. Love this price. 2.2 for Swindon to get the win at home to Rochdale. Uh, This is a Swindon side who actually, as we've spoken about, segues in nicely, beat Forest Green um, at the New Lawn last weekend. So, yeah, really good result to go for Swindon to go away to Forest Green, the league leaders, and get a 2-0 win. Um, They've won three consecutive games, not lost in the last five. And they're at home this weekend to Rochdale, who have lost five on the bounce, uh, not scored in four consecutive games without a clean sheet in six consecutive games as well. So you think you've got the classic case here of two teams, one flying high, lots of momentum in Swindon, surging up the league. Then Rochdale, after a, a decent few games at the start of the season, they're starting to fall back down again now. Um so, yeah, it looks also up for a Swindon win to me. I think it will be an entertaining one as well. Um, 
Nine consecutive games between these two sides have been over 2.5 goals. So we could be in for a, a fun, exciting game. Swindon against Rochdale. Get your eye follow passes to this one. Swindon win, plenty of goals. You're absolutely slinging tickets, aren't you? All yes. over the place. Yeah, you're a real salesman for the EFL right now. And I absolutely love it. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm all in, by the way. I'm all in, Tom, on Harrogate as well. They are away at Colchester. I I think this is a really, really good price. They're 2.34. And you're looking at second in the league, Harrogate, against Colchester, who are 20th and are two points uh, above the dreaded dotted line. They're joint third bottom with Carlisle, obviously above them on goal difference. But yeah, Tom, Harrogate, I mean, won three in a row, lost one in their last six, haven't lost in the last five. Colchester, their home record, they have won zero, drew one, lost three. So that's no wins at home for the season so far. And honestly, one of the things that leapt off the page for me was just how many goals they've scored. So... Harrogate have scored 23. Colchester have scored seven this season. So mm. I'm, I'm looking at the goal scorers. Freddie Sears has three. And Harrogate have three players with five or more. They've got two on five goals and one on seven. And it just, like I see Harrogate scoring two against these. So can I see Colchester scoring two to scuffer my bet? No. So Absolutely therefore, not. I'm back in Harrogate. Yep. Logic makes sense. I like it. Um, should be good. Uh, another team who are doing very well, Tranmere Rovers. Big price this weekend. Going away to Carlisle. Tranmere price at 2.8 to get the win. Um, I am slightly nervous. You know, This is a Tranmere side who are in fifth. Uh, they've won three on the bounce. No losses in six. Uh, conceded just four goals in 11 games. Cracking defensive record. Carlisle are 22nd. What puts a bit of doubt in my mind is that they've just sat their manager, Chris Beach, a few days ago. So are we going to see a little bit of a new manager bounce? Could it be a potential coupon buster because of that? Because the, the new person's coming into the dugout? Um, maybe. If Tramer win, 2.8 is a fantastic price. If you want a little bit more security, 1.5 double chance might be the way to go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all in, mate. All in. I had a look at this one myself. Uh, I, yeah, I was going to read it out, but you beat me to it, and I can't agree more of everything that you've said. In, Tom, do you know who's been kind of under the radar? Good. I don't hey. think one at one moment I've tipped Port Vale on this pod. Mm, no, no, Not we haven't. Not one have we? time, but they're in fourth, and I was yeah, having I think a, we need to put a bit of respect on their name, don't we? I, I think so, mate. Yeah, because I was looking at the uh, I was looking at the games this weekend, and they're against Barrow. So for context, profit chasers Barrow in eleventh, having a great season. Remember that first. I think it was their first season at this level, right, last year. So mm. they're, they're having a cracking little season there. God, that was patronising. But Port Vale, 
0-8 to get the win at home. They've just lost away at Sutton 4-3 in a bit of a ding-dong affair. But I'm not too worried about that because I, I rate Sutton. But I'm looking before, Tom, there'd be three sides. I mean, in the middle of this, they beat Scunthorpe. But I just said I think they're a lower-level National League side. So I'm not really going to parade that round too much. But in and amongst that, Tom, they've beaten Leighton Orient, Harrogate and Swindon. Right? Harrogate second, yeah. Swindon third, Leighton Orient in sixth. I think that's really good. I think that we're sleeping on Port Vale yeah. a little bit here. Yeah. I think we're we're not really giving them the credit they deserve, and it's a good price two point zero eight. And Barrow, yeah, they're capable of of getting a result, but they're also capable of losing, which is why they're in mid table. So, yeah, I I think I like Port Vale this week, and I think I've literally just woke up and smelt the coffee like eleven games in. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, spot on. I like it, mate. I like it. Any more? I don't. No, no more. So uh, we'll move on from our EFL individual picks and we'll talk about last week's Bombproof treble. We did a joint treble because of the international break and the lack of fixtures available. Uh, so for anyone that's new, the Bombproof treble section is where we're going to put all of our thoughts and all of our research and kind of gut feeling and we're going to pick out some bets, basically, and if you guys want to back them, great. If you don't, no problem. This is a no-obligation sector, and we want everyone to gamble what you can afford to lose. Put a quid on. Put 50p on. Whatever it is, it really doesn't matter. At the end of the day, this show and gambling as a whole is supposed to be fun, so let's keep it that way. Definitely. Uh, wise words. Okay, so last week's Bombproof Trouble, as Tom says, was a joint one. I picked Harrogate. As my point part, why, do you, why do you start off with I picked this? Because you picked the team that cost the treble, <laughs> and you are you are absolutely bloody awful. So I need to, I need to me. lift you up and throw you under that bus. You're unbelievable. Well, I picked Wickham. Actually, I think if you go back on the pod and listen, I championed Wickham. They won two nil. Yeah, that was after you also championed Forest Green. Yeah, and they lost 2 0. Yeah. So there we go. Uh I, I had a hundred percent record on the, the joint bomb proof. You, you were absolutely <laughs> you had a fifty percent. I so. tell you what, you are absolutely disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Win together, lose on your own, eh? Keep it together, but I'm actually like shaking with anger. <laughs> anyway. Okay, right. Yep. Here we go. My Bronfu treble then for this week. I'm going to go straight for it because I think I've got a lovely one. Right, go on then. In the championship, we're going to pick two teams. We're going to go Bournemouth away at Bristol City, priced at 1.92, and Reading at home to Barnsley, priced at 2.2. And then in League Two, we're going to go for Swindon at home to Rochdale, priced at 2.18. So, um, £10 is Apple steak on that one pays £92.08 back. Ooh, that's tasty. Okay. I'm all in. I'm all in. I like that. Yeah, I think I like that too. Definitely. Okay. Ooh, cool. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. All right, Tom. I am skipping the Prem. I am skipping the Champ. I am skipping League One and I am Ooh. going Ooh. all in on a League Two treble 
Uh, I am going to back Harrogate Town. They are away at Colchester United. Harrogate are priced at 2.34. I am also backing Port Vale. They are at home to Barrow. Port Vale are 2.08. And I'm backing Forest Green Rovers. They are away at Scunthorpe. They are 1.52. And your £10 example stake will return you 73.98. Okay, yeah. I like it. You know, you've you've backed three solid, strong teams in form. You know, you've got first, second and fourth in League Two there. there so, And I've just woke up and I've took a nice sip of Port Vale coffee. And, <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to reward It tastes great. <laughs> it tastes fantastic. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I like it. So, um, yeah, no fancy football then. To go through this weekend, thankfully. The Lord. <laughs> uh, social media? Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Uh, T underscore FB podcast. Uh, please follow us on Twitter. We are growing at a lovely rate, and we'd love you to be part of our community on there. Uh, and also, Tom, you probably should have said this at the top, but we should welcome listeners uh, from Amazon. Yeah, so we've added the podcast to Amazon. So if you uh, if you're an Amazon Music listener, then welcome, welcome to our world. Is there anything Jeffrey Bezos doesn't do? Bloody hell! I know. <laughs> right, do you reckon this pod will make it to space or not? Got his finger in every pie. Yeah, okay, cast it out to space. I reckon it might do. You know, I'm not even joking. <laughs> uh, where can people uh, leave us a review? Well. I don't know about Amazon Music, so I don't even know if you can leave reviews on there. But sure. you can leave them on uh, Apple Podcasts, which is the main place that we like to get our ratings and reviews. So if you do enjoy the show, please go to Apple Podcasts and uh, leave a rating or review for us. We'd really appreciate that. Yeah, we would. Thank you, guys. Take care. Up the forest green and uh, good luck this weekend. Yeah, thank you as ever to our sponsors at Matchbook, matchbook.com. Uh, sign up offer to come please keep your eyes peeled for that but yeah good luck for the bets this weekend